It is true. Yeah. We're born into this world with a purpose. We're born into this world with a unique purpose. We are a unique person. We've never existed before, we'll never exist again. And we're taking on all these external influences from parents, peers, siblings, all this sort of stuff. And what happens over time, it comes in and we adopt it as our own belief system. Yeah. Truth of the matter is that later on in life, you realize that you've been living your life according to somebody else's rules living their life experience but in your skin which doesn't figure does it any which way you look at it hi everybody it's robert here again from robertcbrown.online and welcome to another coffee with robert um i've got a really really great guest with me and i know i'm gonna screw up his surname so i'm gonna let him tell you what that is it's robbie <laughs> Von Thank Von you. Von I'm, I'm really glad he said that and not me because um, our friendship might have been very short-lived uh, if I mispronounced his name. Oh, no, no, don't, don't worry, I'm used to it. Yeah. <laughs> see, I've got a really easy name. Nobody gets brown wrong, you see. It's, it's kind of easy, so I should uh, thank the lucky stars yeah. for my surname, really. Listen, Rob, Robbie, um, we're becoming great friends. We've not known each other very, very long, but we've got an awful lot of synergy between us. Um, we believe in a lot of the same stuff. Um, we love to empower people. We love to give people tools to go out and create better lives, better businesses for themselves and just live on purpose. And uh, Robbie is a personal development consultant and he's got a lot of passion for this stuff. And it's not often that I run into people that, that I feel have got a, a real a passion that's kind of leveling my own and that sounds very conceited but I mean I'm, I'm actually absolutely infused with every day every day for me is personal development day from the minute I get up to the moment I go to sleep I'm thinking it eating it you know it's just ridiculous and Robbie's one of those guys too so um, he's got a really really interesting story he's going to tell you where he's been how he got to where he is now and what he's actually doing now because that might obviously be of interest to you as well. So with all of that out of the way, uh, oh, quickly before we uh, move on to that, do hang on as well, because if you're um, interested in what Robbie's got to say, or interested in anything that I say, we're gonna be giving the re relevant links later on so that you can make contact with either or both of us as well to pursue that a little bit further. So with now with all of that out of the way, I'm gonna hand over to Robbie, let him take the reins, Take it away, Robbie. Cool. Where did you want me to start? Like from when I left school or further down? No, I mean, you can start where you... Th I'll tell you what, just feel it, don't think it, mate. Feel it, don't think it. Start where you think you need it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd, well, after, when I left school, after I left school, I did an apprenticeship. I was in... Then, once I finished my apprenticeship, I um, joined the Army. It was 12 years in the Army, and... Um, as I was getting through the army, I was looking or getting a bit older. I was thinking, oh, well, what am I going to do when I, when I leave? Or um, if I stay too long in the army, I'm, I'm not going to be able to find a job. So I thought, and I was getting to a stage where I made it to sergeant and I was looking around and I saw um, a lot of the people that were still there were hanging on to do their 20 years so they weren't really liking it in, in the army anymore so they were just oops all right Robbie, out there. that's okay no no worries no worries glad to have you back yeah what 
do you want to start that again and I'll, I'll kind of edit it <laughs> all right <laughs> all right so, so, okay yeah start wherever you like tell us your story yeah all right so yeah when I left the army I thought you know I was thinking about leaving the army I thought what do I do now um, I was thinking engineering is probably not the best because it's not good for your um, you know because you breathe fumes and it's not good for your hearing because of all the noise so I then got into pizzas um, and I can sum up my pizza business that um, I lived for seven years on my savings and worked for the franchise for nothing um, that's that's basically sums it up because I invested 150k into the business um, I was in there for seven years I was taking about 20 grand a year out which is 140 and when I left I left with about 10 grand um, we had some it went all right for a while um, then a major competitor come into the market and our sales well we were doing 995 pizzas and it went down to 495 um, there was a lot more competition and as a franchisee I just didn't have deep enough pockets Mm -hmm. So I, at that stage, well, while I was doing my pizza business, I'd come across books like Think and Grow Rich. So um, read those and then um, Cash Flow Quadrants. Um, they were quite interesting. But leaving leaving the pizza industry uh, business with um, you know not much in your pocket, I I sort of looked at it, and my objective was, I, I know I knew we were going to I was going to have to pull out but I didn't want to pull out in debt. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, talked to my accountant and pulled the pin at the right time. So walked away with about 10 grand. I then went and lived with my sister for a couple of years and then went back to engineering because that's what I knew. Um, and saved hard. Um, I then got into doing property. Um, and did some property seminar, went to some property seminars and got educated on doing property. Um, bought a few, did them up, and then bought one that was, um, I changed from going to the low end of the market to going to a more high end. And then that property didn't sell, I've actually still got that property, it's rented out at the moment. Um, I was still engineer. I had a break from engineering at one stage because I thought I'll just go into the property. Um, in, in the property business, I then got into, um, well, went to seminars and ended up going to a pitch fest. I don't, I'm not sure whether you know what the, what the pitch fests are, where you get you go to a two-day weekend and you have a speaker that talks for about an hour and a half. They give you value for about three quarters of an hour and then pitch their product for the next three quarters of an hour. Um, I bought a few of those that were... Um, Maybe they were lemons, maybe it was just me not ready for them. Um, um, then I I had an idea, I went to live in Holland for a couple of years and um, that was that was in 2008, probably not a good time to go there when the you know, recession was on in the world, but yeah. I got a job in the, um, got a job in the, uh, a pack house in Holland uh -huh. uh, working with a bunch, working with a bunch of Polish people, um, living in a house with twenty two other people, which was you know, quite interesting. Um, but yeah, while I was doing that, I when I'd been doing my property, I'd picked up um, tapes by um, there was Pat Mercedes put out a whole lot, and he was sending um, 
I joined one of his monthly things where he'd interview people or he would send out tapes of other people. Um, so there's, um, yeah, there's Brian Tracy and Jack Cansfield and maybe Tony Robbins. I, yeah, I bought a Tony Robbins program at one stage. Um, what's that one? The power. I can't remember what it is. Uh, and then the Edge, I bought that one as well. Yeah, you I never went to any of the live. Is that, is that the one you're talking about, Personal Power 2? Yeah, oh. Personal Power 2. Um, and then, then I didn't get all the way through that. Um, I started and I didn't get through it. And then I thought, he brought out the Edge, which says you can do it in seven days. I thought, well, that's much better. I can do it in seven days. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I played with that a bit. And then when I was in Holland, I'd actually well, I'd seen The Secret. And... A friend of mine had got um, a program, was it The Science of Getting Rich, mm -hmm. which was put out by Bob Proctor, Jack Cansfield, yeah. uh, and Michael Beckworth. So Michael Beckworth introduced it. Bob Proctor went through the, the book, and then Jack Canfield did, uh, did a few questions and a summary at the end. So while I was in Holland, I was studying that. I'd get up every morning and go through it and listen to it and study it and plug it in at work sometimes. And um, I got on, then I got on to, I went to a pitch fest in London and signed up to a program. It was, wasn't at the pitch fest. I signed up for something and that led on to something else, got onto someone else's mailing list and then um, ended up in a program that was promoting, um, internet marketing um, and I got involved in that and I was doing that for I was in that for about seven years and that leads me up to about um, six months ago um, but the last five years of that I was doing um, I'd, I'd created a group in, in New Zealand which is for what was for down under people which is Australians and New Zealanders and I would when people joined up to this internet marketing program, I would, you know, have a, get a hold of them, have a chat to them, find out how they were doing or where they needed help uh, and all that sort of stuff. And then I was also running calls every um, Thursday night so that, well, because this, this company was based in originally in the UK and then um, in the States, it didn't, wasn't conducive to our time zone. So we didn't get a lot of support down here. Mm -hmm. And that was that was the main reason I set up the group so that we could connect with each other, we could help each other out. And um, although it got to a stage where I wasn't wasn't really connected with that program, I didn't didn't like exactly what they're doing. It just didn't sit comfortable with me. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't promoting it. I did promote it early on, but I wasn't promoting it later on. And then um, there was more people running there. Mm -hmm more people got involved in it so um my calls on a thursday night weren't getting much action so i sort of canned that um but you know in the meantime while i was running those i was back engineering um in christchurch it was wasn't a bad job um they were sending me i got to china mm -hmm. i got to the states a couple of times um you know and, and these trips were like for four weeks or four weeks in china I did six weeks in the States, another four weeks in the States. I did um, probably six weeks in Australia. 
plus I did some other smaller trips to Australia for servicing jobs, like for a week and come back. So I was getting the travel and I was getting around a bit, but um, they, the, the, the attitude was quite negative. Um, yeah. It was actually a strange place to work. I mean, most people, I mean, most companies, you, you know, you get a feel for it and a lot of them are the same, but this one was, was strange. There didn't seem to be any accountability. People seem to do what they like. Um, so yeah, just, and the last trip I went to Adelaide, they just um, annoyed me a great deal. And um, I come back, I'd actually signed up to watch um, the Paradigm Shift, which is a Bob Proctor program. Mm-hmm. You know, bearing in mind that I've been listening to, I've been on his email list for years and I would see his um, emails come through promoting this course and that course and another course. and then I'm on Jack Cansfield's um, emailing list as well and a number of others. Um, but I decided that I seem to, you know, always come across a barrier. I mean, I would decide to, to do something and, and move forward in life, but all of a sudden I'd be best back doing what I'm doing, not making progress. Like, you know, I, I also tried um, multi-level marketing at one stage mm-hmm. and I got to a stage where I was getting my product for free and I was getting product for my mum for free as well. So you know, I wasn't doing too bad at it, but I wasn't making great sums of money. Um, but you know, it was hard work. It's not promoting to your friends and family is, mm-hmm. is what they recommend. But it's not what I like doing because if I want them to still be my friends mm. and you start promoting this stuff, yeah, yeah you got, you want to buy this. It, yeah. So, a lot of people understand where I'm coming from on that one because you've probably dabbled with it yourselves and yeah. have been in the same situation and you know it's hard work and, and that's that was another reason I got into the internet side of it because you can promote stuff and um, and you've got you know the world is your as your market basically because you can like um, do calls like this whereas I'm in I'm in New Zealand and uh, Robert's in the UK um, half a world apart yet we're still having a uh, having a conversation and you know we've had chats before we just get online and have a talk and you're talking face to face it's like being in the same room but you're not you're still a world apart yeah Yeah. it's an incredible world yeah so um you know 20 years ago you couldn't do this um so that's that's a good thing but anyway getting back to where i was i you know i've been to they'd sent me to adelaide um i'd done something like i was over there for i think it was nine days and i did about 90 hours in those nine days wow the first when i flew out and they the other thing was they let me know at two o'clock on a friday that i was flying out at six o'clock on saturday morning so Mm -hmm. short notice that didn't have didn't matter too much to me um i can do that sort of thing and then you know that first day i was up for 26 and a half hours straight um you know with flying time and travel and then getting the job done but and then when i was they were booking my tickets to come back they says oh and i've done about 72 hours when they were looking at booking tickets so well, would you like to come back on monday morning or monday afternoon and i said oh tuesday morning would be good so then i can have a day to look around adelaide and they come back and says well um, you have to pay for the hotel and the rental car for the extra day if you want to do that. I said, oh, forget it. I'll just come back. 
um, next. That was one of the things that triggered me. Mm -hmm. I was also supposed to be on, as I said, the live streaming for the Paradigm Shift with Bob Proctor, which was run in LA over that week, uh, one of the weekends I was there, so I missed that. Yeah. When I got when I got back, I actually decided because you got access to the recording for two weeks, so I sat down and started watching the recording, the first session. They talked about making a decision, and. I'm not sure whether they talked about the making of the decision first or they talked about the opportunity to get into um, into becoming a consultant for you know promoting one of their programs and actually using it to create your own business as a consultant. Um, I'm not sure which way it went round, whether the whether the decision was first or the consulting thing was mentioned first, but I then made the decision. Um, yep, I'm I'm out of engineering. I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to get into the consulting. So um, I filled in the form. I, they gave me a call the next day when I was at work. And I said, well, it's probably not a good time. I'm at work and I, you know, I'm one, to, I'm a believer in, well, the boss is paying me for my time. If I'm talking about my own stuff and my and his time, well, it's, it's ripping the boss off. Mm -hmm. so I says, I'll oh, give me a call back. I'll, get up five o'clock tomorrow morning and we can have a chat. So yeah, next morning I got a chat um, and I says, oh, I'm, I'm definitely in, but I want to finish going through this course first so that, you know, I get full benefit because if I sign up to a new program, I'm not going to get the benefit because I'll, I'll stop doing this and I'll get on to the new stuff. So it's, yeah. he says, yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. On the Friday, they, they annoyed me even some more and I just, while I was at work, I'd just text the guy, I says, um, I'm in, um, and we had a call the following morning, and uh, I signed up, um, and on the, over the weekend, I started writing out my resignation, and I sent it in on the Tuesday, gave four weeks notice, um, yeah, and that means I finished in August. Since then, I've um, yeah, started my own business, and I've been to uh, Canada to do some training, and I'm getting right into it. Brilliant. And what, what, what was, what's the difference so far between being involved in the area of business you are now, personal development, and all of the other personal, Um, Well, with the personal development, it's what they, what they teach you is um, what holds you back is your paradigms. So, and, and, you know, your paradigms are a bunch of the habits, the, a multitude of habits that control 95% of what you do um, every day and that's why you know you find there's a lot of people out there that have got you know they've got university degrees um, some have got two or three, I've, I've seen people with two or three university degrees but yet they're still broke mm. they've got a lot of knowledge but they're not utilizing it and, and turning it into money mm. and that comes down to you know, what you know and what you do are two different things. Yeah. You know, like salesmen, they know how to make sales and they know if they, they get out there, they can they can make a really good income, but they do just enough because they have a paradigm, say, I mean, it might be that their limit for, you know, their earning um, ceiling is $100,000 a year. Yeah. 
So they do just enough to get to the $100,000 a year. And even though they know how to do more and they have the capability of going to doing two or $300,000 a year because they've got this paradigm in the head. I mean, it's in their subconscious that, that actually controls where they are. And, you know, they might have a really good month and, and do, um, do 30 or 40 grand in the month, but then the following few months, they, their, their paradigm kicks in and says, well, you're earning too much now. You need to come back down and to be on the, on the path for your $100,000 a year. It's a false level and false ceiling of expectation. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. A lot of people suffer with And that, that's, that's controlled by your paradigms. And, um, you know, it's just like, and, and you start picking up your paradigms from like when you're born because yeah. it's you know, how you're taught. When you're growing up, you're taught, you know, get a good education, get a job, and, you know, that gives you security for the rest of your life. Yeah. It doesn't actually teach you how to make money. To, to make money, you need to have multiple sources of income. Mm. Or and another thing to, to um, develop your income is to be doing something that is, that is, necessary, uh, is lots of people need it. Mm. The second thing is your ability to do it. And the third thing is how replaceable are you? And if you're, you know, easily, re easily replaced, you're not going to get as much money as someone that's very difficult to be replaced. And you can look at it in, in any industry. If you've got something that's in demand, you can do it really well, and you're not replaceable, then you can earn a higher income. Yeah, interesting. You should mention not replaceable. That's what I love about uh, this industry, teaching yeah. in general, is the fact that I think I, I alluded to, I, I replied to you on a video. Do you remember? Uh, yeah. And basically yeah. said that, you know, it's it doesn't matter if, if somebody's telling you a story or giving you some information that you've heard before. If it inspires you to take action this time because it's delivered in a different way with a different voice, um, with a diff maybe a different level of enthusiasm, whatever it is that gets you inspired enough to actually take action where last time you heard it, you didn't. And that's, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. We've all got a different voice. There is only so much information. There are only so many universal laws. They all work the same way. And, and a lot of people know yeah. this information. But, but one person could listen to the same story from two people and get it from one and not get it from the other. And that's the that, of this. And that makes you irreplaceable. Yeah. But they can also listen to the same person twice and hear two different things because yeah. again it is where you're at when you're listening to it um yeah. I, i'm not sure what book it is i've heard it said before when the um student is ready the teacher will appear yeah yeah, yeah. and you know i've also heard another one you can be listening to a webinar or a seminar or a speech or something and you're, you're you're going along and you're listening and then a thought will come into your head yeah. and you're off off on a tangent somewhere and then for the next five minutes you're you're off um in your own mind doing something else true. and in that five minutes that the the, the the person is talking you haven't taken anything in then you, then you suddenly you you get back off that thought that you were on and you get back to the to this and he yeah. said carries it and you start listening again and it can go along like this all yeah. the way along yeah. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. that way 
I mean, if you listen to a replay of the of that same exact same webinar or recording, um, you'll get something different out of it every time because it's it all comes down to your perception or your perspective as you're listening to it and where you're at. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I have to say, I can I can I can think of times when um, away from this subject, actually, when that's happened to me specifically, watching the pink. Pink Panther films, and uh, and then the airplane films. There's always something that you missed last time that will make you giggle this time. That is happening yeah. in the background somewhere. So, yeah, is absolutely true. I was interested as you were talking though, and listening to your background and some of the drivers that appear that appear to be going on. A lot of the work I do is similar to to a lot of the work that um, that you're going through right now with Bob. Um, yeah. Yeah. In the fact that. I'm exact, I don't use the word paradigm so much, um, but it's essentially, it's the same conversation. It is true. Yeah. We're born into this world with a purpose. We're born into this world with a unique purpose. We are a unique person. We've never existed yeah. before, we'll never exist again. We go through yeah. childhood, adolescence, into young adulthood, and we're taking on all these external influences from parents, peers, siblings all this sort of stuff and what happens yeah. over time it comes in and we adopt it as our own belief system yeah truth of the matter is that later on in life you realize that you've been living your life according to somebody else's rules living their life experience but in your skin exactly. which doesn't figure does it any which way you look at it so yeah. that i'm 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 kind of seeing that kind of thing going on a little bit with you early doors as well as you're telling your story because the one interesting factor I noticed is that most of the things you were doing were um, were coming from an ego driven and I say ego in terms of physical pressure physical world external world pressure to deliver money and to perform yeah. and to come up to expectations right yeah. As most of us, we, we, we all go through this. But the, the fascinating thing was that you, for some apparent reason, kept reaching out for personal development. You kept touching personal development without ever really, it would appear, thinking of it as an avenue to actually taking care of the financial side for you. It was a calling. And I would argue, or I would suggest, not argue, I would suggest that that was the struggle between the 10% conscious conscious logical thinking mind and the 90% subconscious which is the biggest part of you the part of you that is you not the person you're trying to be and they're having this kind of thing where you there's a conflict going on and so it's no accident in my mind that you've ended up finally in personal development but doing it in such a way now that it's going to take care of the financial side as well and also some of the things that you were saying about the things you've been involved in uh, and the way they conflict with your core values of maybe not giving the value they should be giving for the money they're taking. It's, it's a hor we've all been in situations in life where we go through um, businesses or we're involved in jobs, early doors, where we feel we're taking from people more than we're actually giving. And it's not a great feeling. Yeah. It's almost like robbing from yourself yeah. as well because we're all connected. We're only yeah. separate because we perceive it that way, but we're all connected. So to steal from your brother is to steal from yourself. And it's th th there's that kind of intuitive knowing, that spiritual knowing 
on another conscious level, you know that's what's going on. So the fact that you're where you are now and looking so happy tells me yeah. that you've kind of migrated from that stage of life now to a higher consciousness. And yeah. to, to me, it sounds as if all the ends are finally starting to meet for you, where you're getting the financial side coming into place, but you're doing it knowing you're making a difference. I mean, am I close to the, the point here with that? Yeah, well, um, um, it's interesting because I've been interested in the consulting program for, I mean, the consulting side of it for a while. I just thought, I can't do it because how can I teach something that I haven't done myself? Mm. And they answered that question for me and saying, well, you start, I mean, you come into the program, you start doing the training. And as long as you're two or three steps ahead of, of the people that you're you're helping and you're probably more because you know I, I've been reading and, and listening to all this sort of stuff for you know like probably 18 years now so it's in there yeah and I know it it's just now I, I just share it with people yeah and in, and in fact when I when I told people at work that I was leaving and they said oh so what are you going to do I said oh I'm going to be a consultant what, in engineering? <laughs> no, 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 something different. I'm, I'm going into personal development. And they look at you a bit funny. And I talked to some of them and, and there was one guy, um, I, I've been away on a few trips with him. Um, he's been doing it for 10 years and his girlfriend just had a baby. So I'd heard, I'd, I'd been recommended a book on um, how to improve your baby's intelligence. So I went out and bought it and I, I just gave him the book. I says, you might want to read this, Johnny. It's, um, it might help, you know, you, you've got a new kid now. It's a new, whole new world for you. Um, start now and, and you can develop your, your, your new daughter. Um, mm. So he was reading it and he was coming back. Oh, this is good stuff. And again, he, and it, it's something he hasn't, he's never been exposed to. Yeah. So then I, um, I was called in before I went to my training course in, in the, uh, Canada, I, I popped in at work again just to say hi and how things were going. And I dropped them off another book to read. Um, and so he was going to take that and he was off to um, the States to do some work. So he's going to read that on the plane. You know, you had a bit of time on the plane when, you, when you're flying around the world. Yeah. Um, and, you know, after a bit, you get to see a lot of the movies. So, yeah. But anyway, he was reading that. And then there was, there was a couple other guys that I'd been, um, I shared some information with and um, two of them, well, they sort of listened to it, but I think um, party, that's still like in the early 20s. So um, how much they are actually interested, it's one of them was saying, well, you know, it helped them at work because he's a guy that, that likes, talking and socializing with people which sometimes the bosses don't really like um, and he then gets the idea that they're picking on him so you know one of the one of the tapes I gave him was on attitude so he then starts to understand how um, your attitude can affect things so you and talking about reacting and responding yeah. so if someone say something to you you automatically go <coughs> and respond I mean and react which is not the way to do it if you just stop and think 
and then and think about it and then you say well what should i say back or sometimes you just hold your tongue and say nothing um, and then they're not getting the reaction they want so it doesn't go down the same so yeah but yeah there's, there's one guy he's actually taken what i'm what i'm what I've given him and he's actually written out some goals and um, I think this weekend he's, he's bought himself some camera gear and he's going to start shooting because um, he's interested in, in cars and there's a car show around where he lives so he's going to be shooting yeah. videos at the car show and working on you know the job he's doing now is just paying his income until he grows a business and, and starts heading for his goals so yeah. you know sharing that sort of stuff is you know i enjoy that and it's something that i you know over the last five years running running the calls i was running i was you know getting one-on-one -on -one calls and helping people yeah. and it i was doing it for nothing um i didn't get anything out of it at, other than personal satisfaction and yeah. and the, the knowing that you were helping people exactly and that's what it's all about isn't it and the rest yeah. comes as a matter of course and i yeah. think that's, that's where i see in, in a lot of people, a, a dramatic focus change, especially as they, you know, as their physical age progresses, as you get older, you start yeah, to you get older and wiser. Yeah, yeah, you do, yeah. and you become yeah. less attached to financial wealth, um, less attached to to uh, fancy cars and big houses and everything. It's it's a byproduct. It's it's not important. It becomes no. more important to 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 give value and the way you feel about yourself inside. Yeah. The thing is that we're all we're all only here to really to be happy. That's got to be the goal for everybody to be happy. If you're not happy, what's yeah. what's the point? Well, the only way you can ever be happy is if you get to a place where you feel good. So find out what makes you feel good and do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. That's what you're now doing. But yeah, it it can be a long search for people and a long struggle between ego driven stuff. And, and the spiritual calling before they finally come to a place where they realize this and have the strength to 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 follow it yeah. so, uh, I, uh, I, I also think well you know ha happiness is is a state of mind um, you know a lot of people just by the sheer fact that they complain all the time they're not going to be happy it's just how you how you look at things and yeah. I mean when I was working in my job I was always you know quite happy and I because I, I went with the attitude well um, I'm spending at least eight hours a day here which is a th you know a third of my I mean a third of my day yeah I spend you know a good six or seven hours in bed sleeping so that means half of my awake time if I'm at work and I'm not happy there's there's half of my life ruined because I'm at a, at a job and so I, I just Took the attitude and i would you know people would walk past oh how's it going uh, johnny how's it going michael and and, yeah. and then the, the really fun thing i used to do was on a monday morning you go into work and you go hey it's monday yeah and people go yeah that's right yeah yeah what a great place to be though yeah the and, and, get everybody like that <laughs> yeah. well that's, that's what i'm working on now change change the way you think you change the way the way you feel and you change the way you act it's all about internal communication isn't it that's why two people can be faced with the same set of circumstances and have an entirely different reaction to it it's got nothing to do with the circumstances entirely the way they're wired in here 
and the meanings they attach to everything. I agree with you, hundred percent. Listen, um, we've we've got a limited amount of time together. I could go on all day, but um, yeah. Before I wrap up, um, where can people go to find out more about you, Robbie, and more about what you're doing with the Bob Proctor program? Well, you can contact me on Facebook, which is Robbie J. Von Wout. Um, or you can, I have my email address is robbie at robbievonwout.com. Um, we can probably put a link under the video. Under, um, yeah. Yeah. Because as you says, um, I can say my name, but whether you can spell it or not is another matter. So. <laughs> I'll try and do better next time. <laughs> um, I, I also have a, um, a Facebook page, which is the um, Down Under Mastermind group. Um, so if you look Down Under Mastermind group, um, you'll see the, the little symbol of it. It's got the Australian and New Zealand map with the, with the respective flags on the, on the, on the map in the corner so you can find me that way it's probably easier than trying to spell my name cool cool and i, I would recommend that you um you reach out to robbie and have a chat i mean the, the nice thing about robbie he's easily ac accessible he's happy to talk um yeah you know, he's just open and and it's a rare thing these days to find people who are happy to pick up a telephone and talk so if you're in a situation where you feel yeah. you can find out more about robbie what he's doing with the bot proctor program get in touch and you'll be more than happy to spend some yeah. time with you and um yeah and, and, and I, I can talk to you you don't even have to buy off me it doesn't worry me that's that's a good thing i mean there's no i was gonna uh, do you know what i was gonna actually i was just gonna say that but couldn't think of a way of putting it but that's about it it's it's really just an yeah. informal chat he's not going to try and sell you anything he's not going to talk to you i mean listen in life we learn as I, we, I, just, I just want to help you out yeah that's it that's it. He just wants to help you out. And, and let's be honest, in life, we don't sell anybody anything. We just encourage them or help them to buy what they already want. And if they don't want it, they don't want it. Yeah. It's as simple as that. So you've got Robbie's links. Go along, visit, um, visit Robbie, get connected there. Um, you know by now, if you're a regular visit, uh, visitor to Coffee with Robert, you know what I'm all about. Um, if you haven't already been onto my webinar where I discuss the six obstacles that are perhaps stopping you from creating the life and business that you want for yourself right now, then you need to get along to robertcbrown.online forward slash webinar. That's robertcbrown.online forward slash webinar. By the way, the good news is I don't just discuss the six obstacles. I'm going to give you six fixes for that as well. So you can leave the webinar with an actionable plan to start moving your life and your business in the right direction and fast. So get along there as well. I'd love to see you there. Keep checking out the coffee with Roberts. And uh, I love having you here. Robbie, do you want to, do you want to chat in? And he's, he's not a bad guy. I've been <laughs> talking to him a few times now. <laughs> yeah, you're making me blush. You're making me blush. <laughs> Robbie, it's been a real pleasure to have you. And what was it? Sorry? No worries. No, it's been, it's been, we're, we're, we're expecting, for anybody who's wondering what's going on here, we've got a wonderful delay between the UK and New Zealand here today, which makes things a little bit challenging. It's such a long way. It is, yeah, it is. Yeah, even traveling at the speed of light. It, 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 yeah, that's right. But it, it works better than carrier pigeon, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Robbie, 
thanks so much. I know it's late where you are. Thanks so much for spending the time with me today. I know people will get a lot of value from it. And um, let's stay in contact, yeah. my friend. I'm going to watch your progress with keen interest. And I, and I hope you stay connected with me too. And maybe we'll do this again down the line. Oh, definitely. We'll where everybody is. Yep. Glad to help. Brilliant. Glad to be on the call. All right, mate. Lovely, lovely to have you here. And I'll speak to you very, very soon. Have, have a great day. And thanks to every, yep. everybody for being here today. And check out the next Coffee for, with Robert. And I'll see you very, very soon. Cheers now. Bye-bye.